Welcome to Underscotted Podcast, brought to you by Maria Dornell, Realtor, helping families open the doors to their dream homes. Hi, I'm Corey Felton, the host of Underscotted Podcast, and today I have a very special guest, Coach Brian Benator. How you doing, Coach? I'm great, boy. How are you? I'm doing well, Coach. I can't complain at all. So I see you up in the West Florida area. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pensacola, Florida. That's great. Enjoying the summer so far? You know, as best as we can. Uh, taking taking my day, you know, the family, uh, you know, without having June camps and without having July recruiting, uh, it's definitely giving me an opportunity to spend more time with my wife and my son and my dog. So I've really enjoyed that part of it. But I do miss being in the gym. I miss being with our guys. So hopefully we can get back to that here soon. I know sports has been hit hard here in Florida, but hey, we have this downtime to actually speak to one another. Absolutely. Coach, can you give me some background information about you? Sure. Well, I graduated from the University of Georgia in 2008. And to be honest, Corey, I wasn't sure I wanted to coach. I wanted to be a sports agent. Uh, but I got connected uh, through a mutual buddy of mine to go be a manager for the men's basketball team uh, during my senior year in college. And really, you know, I've always been a basketball guy. And like I said, I wanted to be a basketball sports agent, but I never really thought about coaching until I was a manager. And, you know, I was around the coaches. We had a great staff. We had Dennis Felton, who was our head coach. We had Pete Herman, who's a legendary coach, uh, been coaching for 40 years. Uh, we had uh, Desmond Oliver, who's now an assistant at Tennessee. And we had Mike Jones, who's now the head coach at Radford. So we had a really good staff. So I was around some really good people, some high-energy guys uh, that really – that. that really know the game and you know the more time I spent with them uh, in particular I spent a lot of time with coach Herman uh just the more I kind of felt like huh I, I kind of might want to try this, this this coaching part this might be a little more fun than being an agent so uh there you know that's kind of you know how I, I really grew to love it and uh the coaching part of it and had an opportunity coming out of graduate school I was a little bit of a late bloomer from a standpoint of getting connected with a lot of coaches I ended up taking a graduate assistant job at the University of North Georgia which is about an hour from my hometown in Atlanta. And uh, it was a terrific experience. I had a chance to, to, as a Division II graduate assistant, you can do everything. You can recruit, you can coach, you can work kids out, you can scout. So I had a chance to do all of those things, which was great. Um, and and you know, some of those, the guys that were on staff, they're some of my best friends in the business to this day. And uh, after a year, I had a chance to get to the Division One level at the uh, University of Tennessee Chattanooga where I was the director of basketball operations for three years, which was terrific because it gave me a, an insight to the Division One level. It gave me my first taste of that and was fortunate enough to work for, some, work for and with some really, really good coaches, some mentors of mine still to this day, and had a chance to win a championship in 2011. So that was a lot of fun, getting, to, getting those nice rings and, and having those opportunities to do that and make those you know, lasting memories for those kids. And then I got a chance uh, to go to the postgraduate level uh, at Fishburne Military School, which is the equivalent uh, back then of, of the Hargraves, of the Fourth Unions of the world that, that are, are well-known. Those are some of the guys we played against. And it was an unbelievable experience because I got a chance to recruit at a high level at the same time had a number of different coaches come in and see our players. So that really was one of my most probably beneficial experiences as, as a coach, uh, learning the ins and outs of, of recruiting at the different levels of college basketball. And then kind of tying it back to, like I said, with, with Coach Herman from Georgia, he, uh, he had started the program at Young Harris College, which is about two hours north of Atlanta. 
and his previous assistants were both former players of mine. We were all very close, and they both took jobs at the Division One level. And uh, Coach Herman called me and asked if I wanted to come back back home and, and, and work in the college game, work for him. And uh, so I did that for two years, which was an unbelievable experience. He's about as knowledgeable as there is when it comes to teaching a game, uh, you know, scouting the game, understanding the ins and outs. He's very, very smart, uh, you know, and, and to work for a guy like him who he, been to the final eight as a head coach when he was at Navy was, was an unbelievable experience. And, uh, you know, we kind of got that program off the ground and, and, and kept it stable and it's, it's where it is today. And, uh, and then I had a chance after two years to, to, to come down here to West Florida for my current boss, Jeff Burkhammer. Uh, he was in the same league that I was in at two different places at North Georgia. And when I was a young Harris, he was a competitor at a Dunder school. And so we kind of knew each other, had a lot of mutual friends and, uh, the program needed to be rebuilt down here. And, he and I had a lot of conversations about kind of how he wanted to do that. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a neat opportunity and an opportunity to come in and, and leave a, a mark on a program and build something really from the ground up that, that, you know, they haven't had success in a long, long time. And we were able to flip that uh, in our second year. You know, we had a 13-game win improvement, which it was the, long, the largest in the history of the Gulf South Conference because it's been around for a long time. So uh, that was pretty special. And then, you know, we capped it off with a 28-4 record our third year and uh, conference tournament championship, NCAA tournament appearance, which they had never done before. And, and, and now we're, we're getting ready to go on year six, hopefully, and, uh, and, and keep it going. So I've uh, been kind of all over a little bit, different levels, different positions in the southeast. But uh, it's, it's been a fun journey, I will say that. And I've really enjoyed everywhere I've been. Man, that is an amazing journey. Wow. So you went from – the ideal of doing becoming a sports agent to actually becoming a coach. So you get to coach the future. How's the coaching experience for postgraduate? So and you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of, uh, it's kind of becoming a new, not a new thing, but it's becoming a bigger thing in the world of college basketball. A lot of opportunities are arising that, you know, when I first started coaching 12 years ago, they be, you know, some of these programs weren't around. So there's been a lot of support and a lot of backing for a lot of new programs. Uh, I, I think, you know, like I mentioned to you earlier, I, from a coaching standpoint, it was one of my most beneficial standpoints. But seeing it from the kids' perspective, if, if you go to the, the, the right program with the right staff and, and the right facilities, it can really, really benefit you and, and get you ready to play at the next level. Um, you know, a lot of these programs now are scheduling a national schedule, so you're getting to play uh, guys who are, you know, some guys probably are considered NBA and, and professional-level prospects, so you're getting to challenge yourself against some high-level competition. Uh, just kind of taking it back to our program uh, when I was at Fishburne, we had uh, 16 guys on our roster, and uh, 14 of them signed at the Division One level. So that just kind of gives you an idea of how competitive our practices were. Uh, we had a young man go to the University of Memphis uh, who was a top-50 player. We had a young man who was a very under-recruited player out of the Maryland area, end up going to William & Mary. And he is now in the uh, developmental league. Uh, so you, you just never know what you're going to get. But regardless, it's an unbelievable experience from a development standpoint because, you know, I don't know how every other program is. Our program was you took two college classes in the day. Uh, you had to do a couple things associated with the military aspect of the school, not much. And then really the rest of it was ball. Uh, and we ran it like a college program. I mean, we ran it like a Division One mid-major plus program. My head coach at the time, he had been at Wright State. He had been at Hampton. He had been in a number of Division I uh, prior to coming to Fishburne. And, and again, so we ran it like a Division I program. We had 
skill workouts in the evening. We had weights. Uh, we did conditioning. Uh, we had study hall. I mean, it was it was the closest thing you the guys were going to get to a college experience prior to uh, attending college. And not every postgraduate program is like that because of some that uh, maybe doesn't have the academic piece of it or maybe uh, you know the, the time constraints, whatever it is. But for the most part, I think a postgraduate year, if it's in the right situation, can be a really, really good thing for these kids who are looking to, you know, further develop their game, uh, you know, maybe improve a little bit academically, whether it be on the test score or to replace a class or two to get their GPA up. But uh, overall, I think I think the postgrad experience is a terrific thing, and I've always been a proponent of it, uh, given the right situation. And that was always my question about postgraduate because I see a lot of programs showing up. And a lot of kids inquire about that a lot. Is there a way I can develop myself before I go to college? Or am I really ready to go to college and play at the next level? So when I saw post-grads uh, programs showing up, I started identifying them that kids are able to take that year gap and actually develop it to better athletes and better students. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you find that too, that, you know, one of the things we found with the guys we coached when we first got them in, in August and then when we, you know, when we were done in March, just the, the development not only of their games but of uh, their mental toughness, of their physical attributes. I mean, everything uh, that went into it, you could see an improvement uh, in just those short, you know, eight months that they were with us. So, you know, imagine being able to go to a four-year level and, and already have that kind of step ahead of the incoming freshman that you're with. So it really can be, like I said, just a terrific experience, uh, you know, going to the right place. Now, given that coaching is based on leadership, I saw where you went to Jay Billis Skill Academy. Can you explain that experience? Sure. So the the Jay Billis Skills Academy, it's actually got three arms to it. And the, 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 the proponent, the component that I went to was the first time uh, that they had done it. We were the inaugural class, but it's traditionally a camp for younger, you know, it's traditionally a camp for high school age players to, to work on their game in a more college atmosphere environment. The other arm of it is uh, a coach's development program, which is for young aspiring coaches, uh, learning, you know, wanting to get into coaching and learning the ins and outs of the profession. And then the third arm, uh, which is the one that I participated in, was the leadership, uh, the leadership program, which was for. Uh, college, it was a, an invitation uh, only uh, program, which I was very fortunate enough to be one of 11 coaches, uh, one of only two Division two assistant coaches in the program. The rest were Division one. So, again, felt very fortunate to be a part of that. But uh, that the, 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 the component that we were a part of was really designed to be to becoming a head coach. And we had a number of different workshops where uh, we had former Division one coaches come in and speak with us about the things that they've learned along the way. Uh, we had members of the media come in and, and train us on how to properly interact with the media through both good and bad situations. Um, we had uh, a panel of, of athletic directors come in and talk about some of the things that maybe they look for uh, in the process. We had, uh, you know, some meet and greet sessions, some one-on-one FaceTime with those athletic directors. Uh, there was a number of different things, and, and I, I was actually in my office yesterday looking through my notes. I have about three three legal pads full of notes that I took during that uh, during those a few days in the, in the program. And uh, it just really was a tremendous experience to be able to get that hands-on uh, in your face, kind of here's what it takes to be a head coach at the next level. So I was very fortunate to be a part of that. And, uh, you know, we got to spend some time with Jay, who is just, you know, he's a terrific guy and 
you know, do anything for you. And, and really, you can tell he really cares about the game, really cares about the people involved in it. Amazing experience, especially for an up-and-coming coach. So that's that's really Absolutely. great. And you're building a great program up in West Florida. You know, we're trying. We're trying. Hey, but it, it's starting. It's starting to grow. So that's that's good to have that kind of skills academy in your background and then build your program as well. Absolutely. Now, Coach, COVID-19 has really slowed down recruiting. What advice can you give recruits at this moment, at this time, primarily class of 21? What would you tell them? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, we all know that, that uh, the, the coronavirus situation has, has really impacted that. And, uh, you know, I hate it for the kids. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a compassionate guy, and I just, as much as I hate it for us not being able to get in the gym with our players, I hate it for the guys who are trying to get opportunities at that next level because I know that, you know, the summertime in particular, the spring and summertime in particular are those guys' opportunity to, to really get in front of college coaches. And if they haven't already, you know, been, you know received, started getting interest, uh, this is kind of the time to do that. So I really hate it for them. But I, I would say this, you know, a couple things. The, the first thing is, man, just, you just got to have a great attitude. Uh, you know, you got to stay positive. And, and some days are going to be easier to do that than others. But you got to stay positive. I know that, you know, obviously nobody wants to be doing this long term. So the hope is that everyone's doing their part to try and come up with, with viable solutions for everyone to stay healthy and, and continue to, to, as best we can, you know, proceed with a normal lifestyle. But you know, to those recruits, man, just stay stay positive, um, have a good mind frame uh, from a mental standpoint, and at the same time, obviously, you know, opportunity to work on your game. Uh, you know, and some pla- some some places that you're at, you may not have the resources to do, to do some of the things that you want to do. But you know, what I tell, and the same thing with our guys, I tell them, you do got to do the best you can. And right now, it's about you know. You need to do as much as you can to work on your, your skills, your basic skills. And I was talking to a coach friend, coaching friend of mine uh, the other day, a very similar situation that, that you just asked is, you know, I think the way the game is going today, the basic skills to us and what you need to be working on, um, you know, uh, are dribbling, passing, catching, shooting. And if you can do those things, you'll have an opportunity to play at the next level. If you can do those things at a high level, you'll have a chance to play somewhere. So those are the things I would suggest you, you, you work on, and those are things you can do for the most part in your driveway, you know, dribbling, passing, uh, catching, uh, shooting. If you got a hoop in your driveway or in the neighborhood or if you're able to get into a gym, uh, you, you know, can do that. But those are the things that I would say right now just, just work on. If you can play some five-on-five five in a safe environment, obviously that's a great thing to do. Um, but just, you know, make sure you're taking the necessary precautions to uh, – to, uh, you know, stay safe in those environments. But, you know, do the best you can. And, and again, don't get down on yourself. You know, things will things will get better. We just got to, you know, got to take it one day at a time. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for that information. We see questions all the time. I want to go to college, but COVID has slowed us down. What can I do now? How do I prepare? Uh, if this season doesn't happen, how would these coaches notice me? Um, what can I do? And I, you know, it's a ton of questions that come in from kids all the time. And, you know, everybody has a great concern. But at the same time, we want the kids to be safe in this process as well. If a basketball player coach had to have three things before entering college, what would you recommend those three things are? 
Well, I mean, the biggest thing I would say, the biggest adjustment I've always seen is the physicality of the game. So, you know, the weight room to me, if you can get in a weight room at an early age and really commit to it, and I don't think you have to be, you know, an Olympic strongman lifter, but I think the more weight that you can lift and get in there with the regimented program, uh, the better. I just, I've seen, especially high school uh, freshmen, you know, or high school seniors when they, you know, transfer into as freshmen, come in as freshmen, that difference in size and strength is, is the biggest thing I see, and, and speed as well. So, you know, the speed of the game. So, I, I would say that the most important thing for young players is, is get in the weight room as best you can, uh, and and you know, again, make sure you're doing a regimented program with with someone who, who knows what they're doing and knows what they're teaching you and don't just get in there to lift, lift. There's certain types of lift that I think can really help your game as a player. Um, that's one thing. You know, obviously, like I said, the basic skill development, I go back to that. I mean, if you can do those things from a basic skill standpoint, you're going to have an opportunity to play as a freshman. Uh, just kind of giving you a little idea. We assume when we get a new group in, we assume you know nothing about the basics of the game. And that's not to be mean, that's just, we assume you know nothing. So we're going to teach you the basic things, you know, almost from the ground up. Now, if you come in and you're able to master those things or you already have done that at an earlier age, then, uh, you know, then you're able to obviously, you know, adapt quicker, adapt quicker and, and, you know, have opportunities to play at an earlier age. Uh, the third thing I would say, and, and, you know, this is uh, something that a lot of people do at the high school level, but I don't know how much they really do it, is watch tape, watch game film uh, of yourself, uh, of colleges, of other, you know, of NBA guys, uh, and don't watch it for the entertainment value. Watch it to study the game. You know, I was talking to a younger coach the other day, and, and he was talking about uh, just some you know, struggles he's had watching tape, and one of the things I always tell him, I say, don't watch the ball. Watch the other eight guys on the floor because it teaches you the game and teaches you spacing and teaches you how to play. So the more film you can watch, you know, the better you are. And again, like I said, don't watch it for the, for the oohs and ahs, watch it for the, you know, what, whatever the situation calls for, how could, if that were you, how would you handle that situation? Whether it be, you know, pick and roll situation, whether it be a, a weak side help situation defensively, whatever the, the, the aspect of the game that you're watching, you know, how would you, how would you handle that situation? And I think that will really, you know, if you're able to do that at an earlier age, it'll really help you as you, um, as you, uh, as you enter college and enter the college game. I always ask questions about what are the three things people need in general in life. So when I relate it to basketball, I, I want coaches information on what these kids need if they had three things they could bring to a college that could make them more accessible and become more prepared, what would they be? So those are great information again. Now, Coach, I have another question for you, a personal question. What are some okay. of the goals you have as a coach? Well, you know, I think everyone, I'll break it down for you a little bit more finite from a basketball perspective and then more of a bigger picture. From a basketball perspective, you know, I think everyone has dreams of being uh, a head coach at the highest level they can. Uh, and those, those, to me, that, that, that'll always be my goal. Now, I say the highest level, 
Uh, that could be the NBA. That could be uh, an ACC level, SEC level. It could be a Division two level. But, uh, you know, from a basketball perspective, I want to be a head coach uh, and be able to, to help, help kids and help a program have success. Uh, kind of bigger picture, you know, I, I want to be able to make an impact. I want to use coaching uh, as a platform to make an impact on, on the young men uh, that I coach. And, you know, I've just, I've done this for 12 years and, and I see what that can do. I've been fortunate enough to be around some really good coaches and, and some great kids. And I've seen the type of impact that we as a coaching community uh, can have on these young men. And again, so for me, my goal is to, to, you know, obviously coach as long as I can and use it as a platform to make a positive impact on these young men. You know, I want them to be good basketball players. That's, that's kind of a given, but more importantly, I want them to get an education so they can prepare to be in the real world. I want to teach them how to be good fathers. I want to teach them how to be good husbands, good citizens of, of, of the world. You know, to me, that's having a successful coaching career. If I can do those things, then I've done my job as a coach. You know, at the end of the day, I don't think my, my win-loss record or my championships or whatever it is or the recruits I've signed, I don't think that's going to be at least I hope that's not what I'm remembered for. I hope I'm remembered for, you know, someone who, uh, as a coach, you know, did things the right way and made an impact on the kids and, and had a lasting impact on the places and the people that he was around. So, to me, that's, that is my goal. Big picture, that is my goal as a coach. Coach, that's a, a beautiful big picture. Mentoring and guiding kids and steering them in the right direction is what's really needed in this society right now. And your big picture just blew my mind because that's the picture that we need right now. And that's the picture if I had a son that played basketball, I would send him to your program because that big picture is what I look for after he leaves my home. So that's amazing, Coach. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I hope he's six foot ten, two hundred and thirty <laughs> pounds and can shoot it from twenty eight feet. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the biggest the biggest thing is we just want to coach good kids. We want to coach kids who are hungry or competitive or tough and we want to make an and want to make a difference. So those are the kind of guys we like. Hey, that's amazing. I appreciate your time today more than everything. Um thank you for taking time out to speak to me about, you know, a couple of questions I had for you. And I wish you much success up in West Florida this season. Thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy doing these things and you know, hope everyone's staying safe out there, uh, you know, doing their part. We'll get through all this. We'll get through it. But, again, just I, I can't thank you enough for having me and uh, look forward to, to, to talking to you again here soon. Thank you. You bet. We would like to give a thank you to our sponsors, Magaya Watches, Keeper Time in Sports, and Maria Dorno, Realtor of La Rosa Realty, helping families open doors to their dream homes.